show. Good evening. Normally we have a snazzy little liner, as it's known in the trade, that says this is the Vinnie White show in a proper, you know, North American accent, not this idiocy. But unfortunately, Elliot has. Uh, well, let's not blame Elliot. He's There's some weirdness in the system. I don't know. It's not your fault, is it? It is not. Couldn't help noticing everything. Everything went fine for Pace Show, though. Hmm? I know. I, I. It is very uncanny. Yeah, I'm not saying you're sabotaging this show, but I'm just saying you're sabotaging this show. I haven't thrown a wrench into things. Hopefully. No, it's fine. Does that mean for the rest of the show I've got to do the whole, this is Vinny White? Technical difficulties, we are looking into it. Well, can you do it, actually? Because you're better than that than me. Can you do sort of big, this is the Vinny White show? This is the Vinny White show on News Talk 1010. All right, it's a bit good. I mean, it's a bit ringleader-esque. I'd like uh, $500 for that, by the way. You get paid for this. And it's your fault that it didn't work. You're just doing your job. You can't. That's like me saying, I'm not going to do a radio show this week, but if I do, I want another grand. Well, that was value add. I gave a liner there. Oh, that was that was point. extra. Elliot is the producer of the show. Usually very good at his job. I'd say, I mean, he's, he's still quite good today. Get a bit cockier as he gets, as gets more settled in the chair. But we like that. Um, my name is Vinnie White. This is a radio show, although... You'd be probably questioning that at this point. And it's on for an hour. And it's very good. I mean, I'm biased, but it's very good. Tonight, we're going to tackle. And is it, is it something that we want to tackle on a Sunday night? I, th- I will do a lighter spin on such a non-controversial issue. The Ontario Curriculum of Health and Physical Education, grades one to eight. That, I don't know if you've heard anything about it. Didn't make the news, did it? We'll be talking about that. And uh, also the really important political uh, story of the day. Would you smell a fart in a jar? Yeah, I was talking to Pay on her show earlier. Apparently, you can now send a, a fart in a jar to your enemies. I mean, you always could, in theory, but now you can s- send someone else's fart. <laughs> if you're worried yours aren't potent enough, do you hate beans? Don't worry. Use someone else to fart in a jar. Send a jart. I'm not even making it up. Uh, send a jart is an online service that uh, promises to send a real fart in a sealed jar along with a personalised message to let the receiver know why they deserve the jar. Well, you would. Um, Choose from a range of fart smells. You can have juicy, airy or crispy. Who defined that? And does everyone in the fart factory have a role? Well, Steve only does crispy. Um, So it's 10 bucks a fart if you're interested. You can go to Senderjart. I think it's senderjart.com. And the jar is made from 100% real glass. The real fart is uh, 100% real fart and uh, promises to be from the guts of a man or woman, which narrows it down. Um, Nice job if you can get it. Now, my question to you, being that this is a highbrow, educated and intellectual-focused show, if you were sent a fart in a jar, would you smell it? Would you? So let's presume, I haven't been sent a fart in a jar, I have absolutely no doubt it will happen soon, but um, let's presume that it says on the side of the jar there's a fart sealed in this jar, would you smell it? And uh, I've been getting your answers in on text already. And uh, where are we at the moment? Uh, The longer you let it sit, the worse it smells, says 708. Uh, 336 says, yeah, definitely enjoy your weekend. Thank you. Uh, 708 goes on to say, actually, I didn't think I answered the question. I wouldn't smell it. Okay, thank you. Um, someone, someone else says, I work in a wastewater treatment plant. I smell everyone's farts every day. One person's farts can't be that bad. So I think that's a yes. Uh, someone else says, farting in a jar really works. I love that you know that. 
And uh, someone else says, yes, definitely. So I think, I mean, just doing a very quick poll there, I think there's more eyes than uh, declines. I think there's more fart lovers. Well, not fart lovers. Let's just say they're curious people. And being that they're uh, listeners of Quality News Talk Radio, one would think exactly that. The Ontario Curriculum for Health and Physical Education probably covers farts. I haven't read that particular paragraph, but it does cover quite a lot. A bit too much, many have said. If you're not from round here, you ain't from round here, then you might not have heard that the Ontario Curriculum for Health and Physical Education was fairly recently updated. And I'm sure everything just went perfectly smoothly. Not really. And I'm a little bit late on the bandwagon here, but the reason I bring it up now even though much of the, the storm has calmed, is um, I was reading today in the Huffington Post an uh, article by Mark Roy. Now, Mark Roy is a school board trustee, uh, French Public School Board of Eastern Ontario. He's also father of, of three children. So in a reasonable position to make his point uh, on this and the controversy that's been surrounding it. If you don't know anything about this, by the way, they came out with this update and a lot of people think that it's a little bit too saucy. Hmm? It's a little bit too... Uh, Uh, Too early for kids to be learning about the ins and outs of Adam and Eve and possibly Adam and Steve. Now, Mark has gone to say sex education has been a part of the Ontario curriculum for more than 30 years. Fact, it's the changes to the curriculum that are at the heart of the matter. And I don't think anyone would disagree with that. Whether we like it or not, he says, the world in which our children are growing up in is very different from the one we knew. We might have been scandalous a few years ago, uh, but now everything's changed. Divorces, blended families, single parents has become commonplace, he says. Uh, What might have been unimaginable, having same-sex parents, for example, is now an accepted part of today's reality and legally recognised. And if it's legally recognised, then it's a bit weird not to teach it, isn't it? He goes on to say, what's more, from a young age, our children are exposed to hyper-sexualised society through advertisements, movies, television, internet and video games. And if you don't think they're looking at naughty things on the internet, let me tell you, they're looking at naughty things on the internet. Because you know what? They just can. Now, that's not to say that you should, and I hate this expression, particularly in this context, but ram it down their throats. But I do think that it is important to educate people. And I side with Mark Roy. But how can I have an informed opinion as a journalist, a DJ or a fart smeller without reading it? So I did. Ah, because I can't wait for the first text to come in and say, I bet you haven't even read it. Yes, I have. I read nearly all 244 pages of which the protesters read almost one, it would have seemed. Uh, this document, by the way, replaces the Ontario Curriculum Grades 1 to 8 Health and Physical Education Interim Edition 2010 which is a cracking read. Uh, And beginning in September 2015, all health and physical education programmes from grade one to eight will be based on the expectations and expansions outlined in this document. Now, if you don't know, the controversy about this or the controversy about this was absolutely insane to the point where a lot of people were taking their kids out of school and standing outside Queen's Park with huge banners. And by the way, their children, who they'd taken out of school. And some of the uh, banners were, I just think they were comical. One of them read, parents should be teachers. Which, if you really feel like that, then presumably you're opting for homeschooling and homeschooling alone. Uh, But let's get a clip of some of these people and see what the big beef was about. In my opinion, they should teach more math, more English, not this uh, propaganda. It's ideology. It's not science. It's, It's stupid. 
and it's not for elementary school children, first of all. So more maths, more English, he says. In my opinion, they should teach more math, more English, not this uh, propaganda. propaganda. It's ideology. It's not science. It's, it's stupid. And it's not for elementary school children, first of all. I love that the very last thing he says is, first of all. <laughs> I also love that the man there that says that they should concentrate on more maths and more English was holding a sign that says, they are our children and it is our rights. Which, last time I checked, was the incorrect use of a pluralisation. Now, he's not alone. And maybe he's got a beef that he didn't express very well. Let's hear from someone else. I don't believe in teaching children about different ways of having sex and about masturbation and all of that. That's something that a child is going to learn on their own, despite what anybody teaches them anyway. So why bother learning them something that maybe they don't even know anything about it? So it's going to question them to, to dive into it and... and possibly exercise in these activities when when they're much too young to be doing that. We say no! Oh, no! What was that? I don't believe in teaching them different ways of having sex and masturbation. They will learn that on their own anyway. Well, in that case, does that apply to Pythagoras theory? They probably learn about triangles. Doesn't really matter. We should be teaching them stuff, not sex stuff. Um... She goes, they will probably learn it on their own, so why bother teaching them? And then she said, you shouldn't learn them that. What? <laughs> Don't learn them that. Uh, do you mean teach? Just, I just think your argument falls down when you're somewhat illiterate. It sounds like she's just concerned about them wasting time, right? To me, like, why bother teaching them that when they're going to learn it anyway? Waste of time. She says that stood next to her children, who she's taken out of school, wasting their time. What's that? And by the way, the kids were holding placards. One of them said, let me keep my innocence. Right. I would love to be there when that kid voluntarily, definitely voluntarily, wrote, let me keep my innocence. So she must have said, right, little Johnny, not happy with what's going on. Can't tell you about it, because obviously you can't possibly know. But just trust me on this. You need your innocence. I need my one. You need your innocence. Right. I, don't, I honestly don't know what that means. Never mind that. Just write on a placard, I need my in innocence. Right. But what is that? It's you not knowing stuff. Oh, is it? Oh, so you're asking me to write down that I shouldn't know stuff. Yes. Good. What? Innocence from what? Sex. Tell me about that. What's that about? No! No, this is backfired in a terrible way. <laughs> All right. I'm obviously on one very obvious side. Let's hear from some more nutters. They're lovely people. I will be the first one to pull them out of the class because it's, it's not, it's not uh, fair for my, my religion and it's not fair for my child to be confused for all this. This is the way God has made us. It's not only in Muslims, it goes to the Christians, to the Hindu, every, every culture. They believe like a woman and a man should get married. And this is ridiculous what they want to teach our kids and they poison their minds and we don't accept this. Poison their minds? 
Not fair for my religion, she says. I think what she means is it's not fair for me as a part of my religion. Uh, she goes on to say, it's not fair for my child to be confused. The whole point in the curriculum amendments is to clear up any confusion and get them ready for life in a diverse society. A life that, whether you like it or not, is already around them. So it's kind of all right. She goes on to say, it's not just only the Muslims, it's the Hindus and the Christian Christians. She says, every culture... They believe a woman and a man should get married. Well, she better tell the Reverend of the church parish I grew up in, Reverend Andrew Kane, and his husband Stephen, that. As well as the Toronto gay priest, gay priest uh, James Ferry. You can't just make outlandish statements about other, people, really, other people's religions and their beliefs. But she says there, it's not just the Muslims, the Hindus and the Christians, every culture. Right, last time I checked, they were religions. I downloaded the Ontario Curriculum for Health and Physical Education, expecting it to be like sponsored by browsers with images of porn over it. I've read the new curriculum, and it's much more of a focus on overall healthy living than just sex education. That's just Sex education is just a tiny part of it. Sex health talks about the proper hygiene that you might need to experience, preventing disease like not sharing hats. And that's not a euphemism. I'm talking about hats, not condoms. It talks about flossing and the importance of uh, personal safety, wearing a helmet when you're riding a bike, addictions like video games, smoking and so on. So it is age appropriate. They're going to have to learn that stuff. Get it a little bit earlier. It doesn't mean you're ripping the innocence away from them. Do call in if you don't agree with this, by the way. 416-872-1010. Or call in if you do agree with this, and then we won't have to have a big, fat, juicy argument. You can also text the show on 71010 about this matter or the far more important matter of smelling farts. Um, I actually searched for the word penis in the report, which is a, a little bit worrying on a, on a work computer, so let's just explain that to the IT department right now when they look through the history. Uh, there are four mentions of the word penis in the report, I'll have you know. Uh, ten mentions of the word vagina, which means a, a vagina is 60% more mentioned than the penis. Unfair favouring of girls, isn't it? prompted me not to do any further radio shows, which I protest with placards as my children hold them up. Keep me in my innocence, etc. I love that. Honestly, loads of them had that. Help me keep my innocence placards. Little kids with that. And their mum and dad standing next to them. The last thing a child would actually voluntarily write on a placard is, help me keep my innocence. Innocence. I mean, it's like they're probably more likely to write, please never take me to McDonald's. Salad is important to me. There's a section of the report. Let's see how bad it is. During puberty, girls will develop breasts and get their periods for the first time. If you're just hearing this, by the way, I'm terribly sorry to shock you. Uh, an increase in weight and body fat is normal. Boys will become more muscular, get deeper voices and grow facial and body hair. The penis and testicles will grow larger. Both boys and girls will grow hair under their arms on their legs, and in their pubic area. The rate at which these changes occur will vary for each individual. Hardcore porn, isn't it? It's disgusting. Absolute sacrilege. I tell you what, I wish someone told me this when I was a kid. I was petrified when I hit puberty. I woke up one day, I had a voice like a goat, a ball bag like a pit bull, and a sexual desire so strong, Kleenex share prices went up. It's ridiculous. I used to look through so many copies of National Geographic looking for semi-naked Maasai tribal women. I was confused when I got my first girlfriend and she didn't have a bone through her nose. So confused. 
I tell you what, and thank goodness this document helps explain to people what being gay is, which, by the way, unless you're living in the dark ages, I think we're all familiar with the science that it's not a choice. I'd have been so confused if I was gay. I probably would have taken solace in a bottle of whiskey. They never told us about that. But now you can actually find out what it is, impartially. I think that's good. If I was gay, I wouldn't have asked my parents. My dad was an Irish Catholic. You know how they feel about being gay. Evil, isn't it? No. Unless you practice it with altar boys. Altar boys are like Oakville adult parties. You can do naughty things with them, but when people find out, you probably have to move parish, you know. Well, let's have another section of the report. It says, gender uh, identity refers to a person's uh, internal sense of feeling or be of being male or female, which may or may not be the same as a person's biological sex. <gasps> and the thing is, a lot of these parents that are moaning, saying it's too early for them to know this, aren't ever going to teach them this. So never mind if they turn out gay, or how are they going to interact with people that are openly gay? You know, one day their best friend says, hello, I just wanted to let you know that I'm going to go and we're going to play on the slides and that and have fun as we always do. Do you know, I think I'm gay. Oh, my mum says that you don't exist. I must banish you. Do you know what I mean? Just get with it. It's not that bad. Read it, honestly. Read it. Um, let's take your calls. 416-872-1010. We'll start with Ray. Hi, Ray. Hi, Denny. I agree with you 100%. And what I have found really shocking on Twitter... Uh, with people that are really, you know, fighting sex ed, is the way that they talk about what is in the curriculum mm. is pornographic. I kid you not. I have been absolutely shocked. Go on. Give me. Can you give me some examples? Well, yeah, I can. Um, the uh, trustee Sam. Um, I was, he's no longer a trustee, but he's still on Twitter, goes by Trustee Sam. Right. And he was sending out tweets one night, and they were one right after the other, you know, bang, 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 on Ontario politics and Keopoly. Mm. And they all talked about anal fluids. And at one point, he went so far to say that... Right, he was going to pull up at a McDonald's and ask for French fries with a little anal fluid All right, on it. okay. Even, I mean, despite the fact you're speaking in a journalistic sense, I still feel that perhaps it's not quite radio-friendly, which, by the way, is exactly your point, so thank you. But I'll leave it there yes. before I get in trouble. Thank you, darling. <laughs> okay. That's a fine line when you're, when you're talking about this because you sort of want to point out the idiocy and talk about it, but then at the same time... Oh, You've got to be a bit careful. Don't want to get fired. So I think the conclusion, and if you, I really genuinely encourage you to read the report if you haven't read it, because you can't really have an opinion until you've read it. And I have heard an argument. I don't have to. I've heard what everyone else is saying. Yeah, but I heard what medieval people said about the world being flat. So let's move past that. I heard what the Catholic Church tried to do when Galileo came out with a few planetary concepts. Let's, let's read it ourselves, shall we? Yeah. So it's 244 pages, or if you don't want to read that, just read what Mark Roy says today. He's outlined some of the things that people have shocked in the Huffington Post, school board trustee, French public school board of Eastern Ontario, and father of three. So in a reasonable position to have read the report and come up with a summary of it. I, I, I mean, it's not written perfectly, the whole thing, and there are times you think, 
sounds a very bizarre use of language, you know, when they're talking about the spirit of self and such things, that have obviously gone through enormous amounts of delegation and committees to come out the other side in this report. And there are things that I might change, not the overall tone, by the way, but just some of the wording's a bit peculiar, but whatever, I'm sure so is mine. Um, it's not written perfectly, but the, actually you'd be surprised because the Ontario Curriculum of Health and Physical Education's grade to eight amendments, I, I think are fantastic. If you really think that it promotes being gay and might have an effect on someone's orientation, if you really think that it pushes the idea of group sex and alcohol-fueled teenage parties, or if you really think that it will tear your little child apart and ruin their childhood, go and buy a wagon and join the depleting population of the Amish. You can literally make hay while the sun shines and live safe in the knowledge that little Johnny will live in delightful innocence until he has to have 16 children. All right! 71010. Uh, what I love about this show is that so far we've had more texts in about whether you'd smell a fart in a jar about, uh, about that topic than the sexual curriculum. <laughs> I don't know what to make of that. I don't know. Let's not make anything of it. When we come back, we will uh, take perhaps a few of your calls and texts uh, and uh, obviously we'll move on to other things as well. You're listening to The Vinnie White Show. Pleasure to be here, you know. You're tuned in to The Vinnie White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Good evening and welcome. Uh, it is the Vinnie White Show. It's on every week from 9 till 10. We like it. It's always nice to have you here. If you'd like to take it with you, you can go to vinniewhite.co.uk. vinniewhite.co.uk and download the podcast. Or I think actually you can go to newstalk1010.com and follow the links from there should you so feel the need. You can listen to me anytime you like. What beautiful, beautiful thoughts. Um, also, what else is going to say? Oh, yeah. Got to do a quick plug for the old canvas biz. Here we go. Shameless. Give me an accent to do it in to make it more interesting. Any accent. Jamaican. All right. A bit worried about this, to be honest. Do we have to, do, we have to do Jamaican? The only thing I can say in Jamaican is um, if you want to say, like, what if you ever want to say what you have with eggs, you say what you drink. Which, what I mean by that is, if you want to say... It's very hard to explain this. Beer can. If you say that quickly, that's how you say bacon. Beer can and eggs. See? It's a little tip for you. Beer can and eggs. And before I get tarred with some sort of terrible brush, I think I'll move on swiftly to this advert. Would you like to... No, let's stick to my accent. Would you like to um, have a canvas print? God, I'm so rubbish at this. Can you do it? Why don't you ever do it? Me? Yeah. Because I don't work for you. Yeah, but, you know, it's boring me going on about it every week. I'll pay you. I'll buy you a coffee. Just say Mr. Photo Canvas prints canvases. Mr. Photo Canvas. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to, I don't know, the Irie. No, oh. you don't have to do it in Jamaica. Oh, just, I'm sorry. Okay. Just plug the company. Uh, Mr. Photocanvas.com, uh, is it? Yes. Go there uh, for Photo Canvas uh, needs. Yeah. Any good? Is the company any good? I think the company is uh, reputably fantastic. And just out of interest, how long will it take? Six days at most. How long will it take to have my canvas ready? I believe six days tops. Okay. And what sort of sizes do you do? I, um, I, what, what kind of, how? Pretty much every size. Yeah, pretty much every size I hear is what uh, it does at the site. All right. So what was the website address again? MrPhotoCanvas.com. Oh, thanks for that. 
Sounds like a really reputable and fantastic company. Sounds good. Cheers, mate. What do you want, a coffee? Or Because I can do that. I, I have to get to bed soon, so maybe. Oh, fair enough. Uh, in other news this week, I went for a walk today down by the Lakeshore, as did, uh, oh, yeah, the whole of Toronto. And I got walked into a couple of times, which is fine because there's a lot of people down there. It's nice weather at the moment. Got walked into today by a man with a selfie stick and a Bluetooth headset on. So, I mean, obviously I called him a prick, but he couldn't hear me. Who needs to film themselves when you're talking on the phone? Imagine when he gets back, like, plays that back to someone. This is a video of me talking to Cousin Jeff. Oh, actually, you know what? Thinking about it, he was probably, I've just realised, he was probably live Skyping, wasn't he? Thinking about it. That's why he had the Bluetooth headset and thing. Anyway. Oh, poor man on the other on the other end of that. Hello, Jeff. Here's the waterfront. And uh, you're walking around with me. And here's an Englishman making a hand gesture at me because I am so wrapped up in techie gadgets to inflate my ego that I just walked into him. Yeah, selfie stick. When did that become okay? Um, also this week, I was very surprised to hear new rules out of Whistler Blackcomb. Uh, no tobacco, no marijuana. What? In Whistler Blackcomb? Yeah, the ban announced this weekend will take effect on May the 31st, which is World No Tobacco Day. Whistler Blackcomb employees will have to kick the tobacco habit, or let's be honest, the more likely the cannabis habit, uh, to which they said, dude, this is so not awesome. Oh, my God. I am not stoked. Or something along those lines. Uh, next year, they are planning on banning skiing, snowboarding, skidooing, hunting, fishing, rock climbing, hiking and horseback riding. And in 2019, all visitors to Whistler Blackcomb will need to carry a first aid kit and a tracking device. Probably. Um, police arrest Minneapolis woman with the theft of a puppy. What? Only in America. Uh, police say they arrested a Minneapolis woman after a pet store reported she walked off with $2,000 puppy. In her purse. Uh, the 18-year-old woman uh, was a familiar face at Petland. Brilliant. So she'd actually been there a few times before. Petland in St Paul, Minneapolis. And she'd even applied for a job there. So employees didn't watch too closely when she came in on Friday. But soon after she left, they noticed something missing. A Yorkie poo. I think they're the little ones. Uh, priced at 2000 bucks. The store manager and owner told police that they uh, went to the address on her job application and found her... With her, with well, with the puppy, not with her puppy. She apologised and told police she felt sorry for the dog and wanted to take it home. <laughs> I bet the police were like, "No, oh, it's fine." Yeah, that's brilliant. So she's being held on suspicion of felony theft. With that logic, you might as well just take a penguin from the zoo. It looks a bit sad. Pandas always look sad. That would stand. And I've never seen a happy panda, even when they're bonking, which is once every two thousand years. They're not happy. You'd think the pandas would cheer up a bit, wouldn't you? Endless supply of bamboo. They've got their face painted on FedEx blotsits all around town, even though they're photoshopped and smiling. Never look happy in real life. And uh, endless supply of sex. They even get panda porn. Do you remember that? When they were trying to get the two of them to mate, they were showing them panda porn. When does that happen? What was it? <laughs> Hard done by. No one's ever showed me panda porn, and that's what I'm really into, having read the new Ontario legislature about sex education. I mean, I didn't want to be into pandas, but they pushed me into it. Gay pandas as well. Even I like male pandas more than female ones. 
Anyway, um, I'm taking some very bizarre text tonight on your um, on your thoughts on the Sender Jart. Sender Jart, by the way, if you've just tuned in, is a new service, uh, which I haven't yet uh, operated, but I'm getting quite excited by the concept. You can now send a jar of farts to your enemies. Um, you can choose from a range of fart smells, juicy, airy or crispy. Write a message and the company will deliver your uh, sealed up stink jar within two to three days. Although there's a bit of a backlog at the moment. <laughs> it's funny because it's gross. Um, your text so far. I would smell it if I got one. Although I have to say that I don't know how this listener knows this, but they've said, I have to say, I know that it's longer. Um, the longer you let it sit, the worse it smells. So experience there. And uh, I'd re-gift it, says Doug. <laughs> That's probably the best. Yeah, you wouldn't throw it away, would you? If you weren't, if you weren't inquisitive about the smell, then you would, uh, yeah, you'd, you'd, you'd re-gift it. Absolutely. Uh, keep your text coming in on this incredibly hot topic. Uh, I did get, I should, just for sort of balance, I should say that earlier on when I was talking about the uh, Ontario Curriculum for Health and Physical Education, grades one to eight, I did ask for your text in on that as well. I'm not going to bother reading them all out because we had so many. Generally speaking, everyone agrees with me. It's really interesting to read the people that don't agree with me, though. And you're welcome to be one. It is a free country, or apparently not entirely, if you want your legislature put through. Um, but this, this one of the uh, 244 pages talks about being gay. And this seems to be the one that really... Well, there's a number of pages that talk about being gay. None of them encourage it, by the way. But this seems to be the one that's really confusing parents. As a parent, Vinny, I don't want my child to turn out gay, someone texted in. Like this legislature and curriculum change would force them into that. I don't know if you think you open the book and out pops a rainbow and pushes you into a gay bar, but last time I checked, it really isn't like that. So read some of the 244 pages, uh, particularly if you're insomniac. Right. I just, I honestly won't be swayed on this unless, of course, someone comes up with a reasonable scientific argument, which is extraordinarily unlikely from a bunch of religious zealots. World of Warcraft halted an army of cheaters with a massive player ban. Did you hear about this? Amazing. A large number of cheating World of Warcraft players were banned from the popular game for six months for using bots to allow players to automate some of their play the Players Games maker announced this week. Although Blizzard Entertainment's statement on the ban didn't include an exact vigour, it's possible that 100,000 players are on the involuntary vacation from World of Warcraft. And now, so I didn't understand this because I'm, and I don't want to put down computer games because a lot of them are really good fun and I like playing them occasionally, but I don't play this. Um, if you haven't heard of World of Warcraft, it's a massively multiplayer online role-playing game. Otherwise, commonly and uh, conveniently, uh, abbreviated to Morpkadish. So that's handy. Uh, an MMORPG, a massively multiplayer online role-playing game, is for geeks and non-geeks that want to sit in an online... Mostly geeks. Um, that <laughs> it's true, isn't it? That want to get involved with uh, subscribing and wandering around um, picking up gold and um, pretending to be wizards. I think. And I'm probably going to get complaints about this. I'm sure that it's far more in-depth than that. And I have no doubt that if I played it for more than 10 minutes, I'd be addicted, which is why I haven't played it. Uh, but there's more than 7 million active subscribers. Now, what's really interesting about this is that people can't be bothered to play the game to advance to the next level. So what they've done, they've invented these things called bots. Essentially, they allow players to have software automatically play parts of the games for them. Although it might sound like a bot ruins the whole point of even bothering to open an account for the game. I mean, why would you 
hate to play if you don't actually want to play. There are elements of World of Warcraft that make automation tempting for dedicated players who want to progress to higher, more interesting levels of play. So you can get a bot. That's the world we're living in. You can get, you can subscribe to a computer game and just like when you bought that dog and then had to get a dog walker, now you don't have to do it because you can get a, someone else or a bot to do it for you. I love that they've been banned. They're probably beside themselves because that's like the worst thing that can happen to an online geek to be banned from World of Warcraft. But if you really want to punish these people, you should force them to go out in the sunshine and talk to a member of the opposite sex. That'll get them every time. Uh, Elliot, do we have to do a break? I, we do? Well, due to the fact that we are a commercial radio station and we pay my exuberant and ridiculously high salary and uh, Elliot's as well with the uh, finances that are uh, demonstrated from the following commercials, I am obliged to go to a break. But I would like to let you know that I will miss you a little. You're tuned in to The Vinny White Show on In-Depth Radio, News, News Talk 1010. 1010. Uh, do come and uh, continue to give me your text messages on 71010. Um, would you smell the fart in a jar if someone sent you a jart? A jar of fart actually exists. Why not? Everything's possible on the intertubes. Um, so far, here's, here's a quick rundown of the yes and no's. Yes, yes, no, yes, no, no, yes, absolutely. That's worrying. You should never be that keen. No, no, that's disgusting. See, I don't know if she's talking about <laughs> the farts or the amendments to the legislature. Um, yes, no, no, yes, and uh, why not? Um, someone else goes on to say we should pass the uh, a jar of fart around the world. <laughs> yeah, we should. Um, shall I read this? Is that wrong? I mean, I didn't write it. I feel like it's pretty gross. But I think it's acceptable. This is the level of intellect of my listeners. I'm so proud. Sit on your wife's pillow, and as you fart, get up slowly. The expanding pillow will draw the putrid fart ready and released. Particularly when her head compresses the pillow later. Guaranteed not to get you lucky. I would love to know, why didn't you put your name to that? I dare you, Mr. Your, your phone number ends with 349. I dare you to text in and take ownership of that. Particularly if your wife's listening. <laughs> Creating divorces all over. It's News Talk 1010. What is wrong with you people? I thought a fart in a jar was bad. And I'm disgusting. Farting on your wife's pillow. I'd love it if she caught you and swapped pillows. <laughs> Who are you? Comes from Ajax Pickering. Who are you? What is wrong with people in Ajax? Do you know Ajax in England is a toilet cleaner? And I, I think I understand. Right. <clears throat> US is a major driver of global expansion in the arms trade, the world's least surprising report has found. Oh, yeah. Looking into uh, this week's news, a study finds that US arms exports are on the rise as manufacturers ship more weaponry to the Middle Eastern states. The international arms trade is booming, with America the major driver of its growth, according to a report from the Stockholm International Peace Research Institute. Uh, researchers found that the volume of international transfers of major weapons from 2010 up to 2014 was 16% higher 
than it was four years preceding. The United States, as always, as far as I'm aware, or certainly in modern history, been the uh, biggest exporter of arms. Um, during that particular period, it's, it was ahead of Russia and China. U.S. weaponry accounted for 31% of exports uh, from 2010 to 2014. The studies recently released has uh, come up with. It's by far and away the largest exporter, and its exports are uh, definitely increasing. Says Simon Weserman. Um, it's gaining a. a it's gaining on the main competitors. There are a number of reasons for that, of course. A very important one is that the number of markets where the US is normally quite strong are gaining, uh, particularly in the Middle East. Uh, the report said uh, he expected the United States to export more and more arms in coming years, especially to the Middle East. So good news for us all there, uh, particularly people in the Middle East, because I think the last time I checked, Middle East is fine now, isn't it? So it's all fixed. I know last week it wasn't, but it's probably fixed by now. They, they figured it out. Yeah. I think I had a big game of Twister. Um, the Israelis and Palestinians got together. Awkward with that wall there, but they incredibly long legs, and everything seems to be fine. So, all tickety-boo. Pop a few nukes their way, I say. What could possibly go wrong? Uh, the Middle East is all fine and everything's great. And anyway, guns don't shoot people. Bullets sort of... Well, actually... It's not like rocket launchers fire rockets, is it? <laughs> is, is it? I wonder what Obama's speech would sound like if it was a bit more true. There are many places in the world where innocent civilians face brutal violence at the hands of their government. Yeah, I'd like to help, but, you know, we've all got busy lives. <laughs> uh, the fact is, though, I feel really bad because businesses manufacture military jets and helicopter gunships with the express purpose of turning around and selling them to perpetrators of atrocities. The international arms companies are customer friendly. They'll give you a tracking number, and it means they can help you with putting arms in the hands of child soldiers from North Africa to the Middle East to Burma. Repressive leaders can pump out as many bullets as possible and kill over a thousand people in a single day. It obviously is good for business. When innocent people bleed in the dirt, the wealthiest corporations make more money. Well, not anymore. I'm standing up and saying enough. Enough. I think there should be some changes. If you want to buy tanks and military assets, you should at least have to show you are not murdering innocent men, women, and children in their homes, in breadlines, and at universities. Anyone trying to buy a gun should at least have to prove that they're not. President Assad has just common sense. As soon as I'm finished speaking here, I will sit at that desk and I will sign an arms trade treaty to keep guns out of the hands of dangerous people all around the globe. Today, I can say with pride that when a tyrant threatens a bloodbath, the weapons of war will not say made in America. Please do something so that bad people cannot get guns to kill other people. This is not a complicated concept. Oh, wouldn't it be great if that wasn't cut and paste from various speeches by the internet genius that is Cassette Boy, and it was actually slightly more true. But, as we speak, not yet. Well, that's about as political as I get. It does annoy me, though. Oh, you know what? Instead of plugging my own company, mrphotocanvas.com, which I definitely wouldn't repeatedly do, it's about time that I plug something that's a bit more better for the world. Amnestyinternational.org. Go there. Make a donation, make the world a better place. You don't need a canvas print on your walls to be happy. Although, if you've already made a donation to Amnesty International and you wanted to, I don't know, put a canvas print of something on your wall to celebrate, 
you could do that, but do it in the correct order. There! How about that? Hey? Um, 71010 on this text that's just exploded uh, in more ways than one. Um, we were talking earlier, uh, uh, Highbrow Radio, though, it is. We were talking about you can now send a jar of farts to your enemies. Um, I still am not, not entirely sure if it's the same person that's doing them in there. Also, are they? Because couldn't you just get like a rotten egg and, and pop that in the jar for a bit and then take the rotten egg out? Is it a fart? You'll never know. And I'll tell you what, you'll never know unless you smell it when your fart arrives. And so far it's about 50-50. Um, the jar sounds gross. I'd give it to someone who knows both of us and tell it was from the other. Disappointed in Ajax. <laughs> uh, I would let my dog have the honours. He would enjoy it more. Say what you like about dogs. They love a fart, don't they? They love a toot. Love it. Not fussy, a dog. Um, oh, come on. I'm not even reading that out. Can I read that? Can you read Elliot? To, because I feel like I've been quite gross on this show. Can you read the top text out? You'd like me to read the top text? Yeah, the one that starts with the Dutch oven. Because I feel like I've been a bit disgusting on the show, and I feel like it's your turn. Okay, I'm reading the... Uh... The one that says the Dutch oven. Okay, you'd like you, okay. The Dutch oven is the true test of a woman's love. A fart while in bed, then pull the covers over her head. If she stays, she loves you. <laughs> I, I, you know, there's, there's some truth in that. Have you experimented in this department? No, I'm saying I can just, you know, hypothetically see a situation where if she's still smiling right. with, like, loving eyes. Yeah, it, hypothetically. Yeah. So if, for example, I mean, obviously you wouldn't do it on purpose, but no. if hypothetically one slipped out. Right. Which, has that ever happened? It's entirely possible. Yeah. I like, um, if it, I once farted and woke myself up. <laughs> and I, I thought it was so funny, I actually woke up laughing. It was one of the most ridiculous things I've ever been through. It's about three in the morning. I'd worked the next day. I was quite stressed. And the sound of a toot at three to wake me up. And I looked around the room thinking, who the hell was that? And then when I realised I was the only one in it, wow. I had a bit of a laugh. I think that's the closest I've ever been to madness. The violence of it woke you up. Yeah, it was an absolute ripper. If I'd have had a jar, I would have definitely got a job at... Uh, What's it called? Jart. The jar farting people. That's an interesting one, by the way. Do they go for an interview? Hello. Um, hiya. So what makes you want to work at um, Jart? Um, <laughs> right. And uh, are, you, are you capable of doing that on a regular basis? <laughs> okay. Just out of interest, how many of them do you do at... <laughs> right. Well, Stephen, you're hired. Here's a collection of jars and uh, and some private space for you. Can you do it outside? Or would that? I suppose that wouldn't get it in the jar, would it? That would be uh, a problem. Did you? Know there's actually a, a French fart comic named Monsieur Methane. Sharp. Now, sir, I, he might be retired now, but I remember he was like the head of the Just for Last Festival many years ago. Well, there's also I think he's called Mister Methane. Okay, sorry. Maybe it's Mr. I, I thought He's he was French. English. Oh, I'm sorry. I oh, thought he was French. How dare you give that to them? I'm sorry. <laughs> how dare you? We've had thousands of years of difficulty with those people. 1066, they sailed over and just took the place for themselves. Don't you dare give them the farts. We, we are Mr. Methane. Can you get a clip of him? 
If you don't know while Elliot's getting this, by the way, Mr. Methane, I'm pretty sure. Um, is it Mr. Methane? Yeah, I think so. He was on Britain's Got Talent a few years ago. And he talks around his bottom and then lets a large fart go. And then when that fart goes, the talcum powder blasts across the room. So you know that it's coming from his bum. This is the lowest show we've ever done. Next week, maybe I'll play a clip of Mr. Methane, but I think uh, almost literally can't get much lower than this. It's been beautiful, and uh, judging on your text and uh, graphic information about uh, how to perform a Dutch oven, I've had an audience of at least a few people. Um, thank you so much for joining me. My name is Vinnie White. Next week, I'll be squeaky clean and really lovely. <coughs> yeah, whatever. VinnieWhite.co.uk. Thank you, Elliot, for pressing buttons and doing things in a pretty damn good order. Coming up, more cracking talk radio as you listen to arguably the world's best radio station, in-depth radio, news talk, 1010.